take shelter or a Bronx tail? A Bronx, a Bronx tail. tail. Uh, I didn't see it. Take Actually, shelter. take shelter. Take shelter is Michael Shannon, and he goes crazy and built, puts his family into a. Or does he? <laughs> no, I haven't yeah, seen he's, this. He's, he's having visions about the apocalypse. But I like up. this. I want to do the same thing. Maybe I should watch this first. It is so a good movie. This will convince you to do it. Oh, then don't let me, because Kathy will be pissed. I told her uh, it was about two months ago. I just started thinking about this. I'm like, I could totally just bury some cargo containers in my front yard and build a shelter. And she's like, no, finish the Valley House first. <laughs> like, okay. And as soon as you finish that house, you know what's going to happen. She's going to kick me out and make me live in it? She's going to say the apocalypse. Oh, okay. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Close second. Welcome to Buried Cinema, where we discuss new and lesser-known films in detail, so there will be spoilers. I'm Brian. I'm Tom. I'm Patrick. I'm Nate. I'm Kevin. I'm Steve. Congratulations. I'm Tom. <laughs> Sorry, there's uh, just so many of us. I forgot. Already won. The uh, this podcast is our three hundredth podcast. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, and I didn't even realize I wore a shirt in honor of it. Oh yes, yeah. If this huh? were still a video podcast, that would be funny. So. <laughs> way too many visual gags for an audio podcast. Yeah. Really embarrassing. So, we decided uh, to celebrate our 300th podcast the only way that made any sense. We watched the movie 300 and its sequel, 300 <laughs> Rise of an Empire, I believe was the name of it. Yes. 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 Somebody just hurt themselves? No. Okay. It sounded like somebody dropped something, and then I heard what sounded like whimpers of pain. That's your inner voice. <laughs> that may or may not be true. It's my brain. <laughs> Saying, I can't believe I watched these movies back to back. Oh, Why yeah, you watch you them back to that. back then. You really should watch them concurrently on two screens. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. What you really should do is just watch them chronologically. So all the scenes from the sequel. I was gonna say so. Someone should edit them together chronologically. Just so. yeah, it'd be like uh, the Godfather anthology or whatever they call it. So anyway, we yeah. watched. The original 300, directed by Zack Snyder, um, starring Gerard Butler, and the sequel, not directed by Zack Snyder, and not starring Gerard Butler. (laughs) (laughs) True statements. Uh, Let's start off with grades. Patrick, uh, we're going to start with the movie 300. What grade would you give it? Um... It's kind of hard. I, I don't know. Um, I've been vacillating. But like, I think it's a C movie, but I kind of want to give it a B for brown because it was such a brown, <laughs> brown movie. So oh, I thought you meant like a brown, like, you know, like a turd. Like shit. Yeah. No, no, no. It was brown. Like, no, no, no. To support the Persians. Uh, you know, that? all those scary brown people. Oh, oh, Tom uh, went racist. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Tom went racist. You could give it a C for yeah, sepia. Yeah, I went racist. <laughs> D for sepia tone. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Well, D, 
Did you guys saw? Did you guys see Tangled, the um, Disney movie? Yeah. Holy no. crap! Where is this going? <laughs> okay. So, no. No. <laughs> there is a part in it where he grabs her, and they run into the they run into this like um, bar, and he's trying to like you know impress upon her not to go out, and he's like he walks in, and it's all these you know thieves and hoodlums and things. He's like, do you smell that? It kind of smells like the color brown because it was just this manly, masculine bar. And I was like, that's all I could think of when I saw this movie was it just it's so manly and brown. It smelled. Yeah, it just smells like brown. Like um, (laughs) that was let let me interject before we go any further. (laughs) I blame 300 for the rise of CrossFit. Let's continue. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. It basically was this movie. And then people were like, hey, I am Sparta too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, visual, visually it was stunning. Like I, they, the way they, because this was what, it was a graphic novel that became yeah. a movie? Yeah, Frank Miller novel. There was one part of it that I remember. It was like, because n- normally, you know, in a graphic novel, you could see, they'll, they could have a completely black square and it'd just be the guy's eyes, you know, mm-hmm. and you could see that. And I don't think I've ever seen that done in a movie before. There was one spot where they did. They faded it to, like, everything was black except for his eyes. And I was like, that was really cool. So, I mean, there was some really cool cinematography here. It was it was the, visually. The problem was, with that scene is in a comic it looks cool. In a movie it looks like a minstrel show. A minstrel show? Yeah, the old minstrel show where people would dress up in blackface and looks like that. blackface, is what he said. Yeah. Everybody's racist on this. I didn't know. No, it, it really uh, does. In the movie, and I, I I know what that wasn't their intention. At least, I don't, yeah. I don't think I it was. I think you're reading but into it, it a bit. It, it, that's the way it appears in that scene. Uh, I, I didn't get that at all. I just thought it was yeah. cool. I don't think the general public would see the I, I just I understand your point of view, but I don't think they would see the racism that. Yeah. Not in that particular in, scene. In, in that scene. Well, it, it, yes, <laughs> yeah. in that scene. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they're not going to see it in the cinematography. Yeah. Right. Let's talk about the implications of the general public not seeing racism. <laughs> that's talk like about you that. Said the general while. public's not That sounds like racism. a good way to celebrate our 300th episode. Let's do that. <laughs> you people are so blind. Uh, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. All right, Kevin, you're next. Great. Uh, we're doing just the first one or both? Just the first one for now. So is that I a got... C, Patrick? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a C for sepia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to give it a B. I, I, I bought this. Um, I, I enjoy it in a fun sense, not in a respectful sense, I guess. Not in a, not in a craft style. You know, I don't go. Oh, when it came out, I remember the the slow motion fights there have been other movies that had done this prior this sensationalized it you know with, whether it was cgi whether it was body spray paint all the the guys you know the, there was a lot of talk i remember about oh everybody's so ripped and cut and although dan's what comment is you really enjoyed all those slow-mo abs slow-mo abs and all the half-naked men yeah. yes entirely yes um Right. But no, I, I before Dan posted it, I thought the same thing. If if they played this movie at normal speed, I could have been done in a half hour. That's yeah. my yeah. biggest gripe with it. Yeah, far, far, far too much of this slow mo shit. Um, I'm not saying you couldn't have it throughout the movie, but there were many times rewatching, and I've seen this probably half a dozen times over the years, 
it, it kills the flow of the movie sometimes. Um, and I, I think what they were trying to do, that's another one where they were trying to, anytime it was a panel from a comic, they put it to slow-mo so it slow down. Maybe. You go, oh, that's from the... Right. But you're right, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, it doesn't work. Well, now, I, I actually... Know? It doesn't work because the majority of the people who saw this movie did not read the comic. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Tom, I saw, I mean, I, Sorry, go ahead. No, I remember seeing this in the theater when it first came out, and it, it did slow-mo in a different way than had been done before. It was mm -hmm. much more... I, I don't know. I don't want to say... Like, it had been done in a balletic way before, but never, like... I'm not sure how to say it. Manly? But... Manly, um, it kind of has it has its own style with the slow mo, I mean, and and a lot of it I still actually appreciate it on this um, would have been my third watch when it's zooming in and zooming out and all that kind of stuff. I thought a lot of that was pretty cool still. And I think a lot of movies since then have taken advantage of the style. Oh yeah, more yeah. so than they would have had this movie not been as successful. Yeah, yeah, it's the classic, you know, one movie that does its own thing is really successful and then all these other movies try to be it right you know it becomes a cliche of itself yeah no it waited seven years to do that <laughs> tom what grade would you give it yeah i'm gonna give it a c uh kind of a middle of the road i, I have a lot of issues with it uh mostly philosophical there's definitely some uncomfortable what could be interpreted as racism uh, there's some uncomfortable stuff that could be interpreted as pro-fascism, but I, I mean, it's, it's kind of an enjoyable popcorn flick and I might've given it a B like after first came out in theaters. Uh, this is my third time watching it now and, um, I, I will give it a C. It did, it did give us Gerard Butler for better or worse and, uh, it gave Zack Snyder power in Hollywood for worse. <laughs> The, the baby killing the baby killing stuff really still bothers me a lot like i don't i have a hard time getting behind a, a culture that it's like we don't tolerate any weakness in our society i'm not saying yep. a story about sparta and not talk about that you could i mean for all the other historical stuff they glossed over it's you could horrible yeah well and they 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 don't seem to see it like it, the movie celebrates that yes style and that's yeah. the problem it's not that they i mean they could have said you know this is it and sort of you know at least given a like sort of head nod to the fact that this is horrible, right? But no, the 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 one deformed person that makes it out ends up becoming a villain, right? Because that's what yeah. happens when you let deformed people live. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's I mean, right. At the same yeah. time, you do have King Leonidas. You know, there is there is a nod to the fact that loving parents would save their baby. Yeah. In that conversation, so there's a nod to it. It's but it's not a major theme of the movie. But the fact that they still it's still included, and then we're supposed to root for these guys is still a problem. All right. Steve, what grade would you give it? I'm kind of on the same wavelength as everybody else. Give it a C. I mean, it's, it was groundbreaking at the time, and I remember seeing it at theater, and I never seen anything like it. It was amazing to see. Seeing, watching it at home, and I've watched it. Yeah, it's probably my third time watching it. Um, it. It feels sort of, even though it created the cliche, it does feel sort of cliche. Um, and it feels cheaper, a lot cheaper than it did when I originally saw it. So it, you just, you can see the set pieces. Uh, you can see that they're on sets. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, yeah. um, and I had a lot more of a problem with the whole, like, sacrificing a girl to the lecherous old men. Um, that just seemed really gross. I know it's supposed to be, but. It's only the most beautiful ones, though, so. Yeah, well. 
so so uh, if you're beautiful, you're screwed, and if you're ugly, you're screwed. Yeah. So so yay for the middle. <laughs> Hooray, it's a good show. Uh, yeah, I, I, there isn't a whole lot more to say about this other than just it. It's not aging well. So as we move along, it's the uh, doesn't look as good as it used to. It doesn't look as cool as it used to. The some of the problems that come up with the society are a little more prominent now than they used to be. So, yeah, I actually didn't have much of a problem with it looking set PC just because of what it was going for with the comic panel yeah. style. You know, the I mean the backgrounds are supposed to be very sharp and kind of otherworldly. Yeah, but some of the rocks, like the rocks in the background, like I'm like oh that's styrofoam. You know, you can see <laughs> that they're not. You know, they just weren't painted very well and. Certain things. I mean, it, it's not not nearly as bad as the next movie we'll be talking about. But uh, it was it was there were some scenes where it just you could see almost see the you know boom mic above them and stuff like that. There's probably a lot I'd imagine on the set because because of what this movie is, it's mostly people in front of green screens. Yeah. But I could see I could see a lot of talk on the set of we'll fix it in post. Yeah. Yep. When they could have just made it look a little better in camera, and then it would have looked better in post. Yeah. So we just kick a cat. The cat is we, that's no, we have a cat that's staying with us, so he every now and then comes out and says hello. See that get moved in, I <laughs> get applied for like to for like rent. It, it it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a temporary. We're we're testing him out, you know. His references are checking. We're still checking on a few. <laughs> Nate, how would you um, grade three hundred? That was our first incidental cat. <laughs> I don't know. This movie at a time we've we've all kind of said this. Like back in two thousand and six, when this movie came out, there's a time and a place. Um, I was definitely one of those people who I got out, and after watching it, it, it the movie does have a way of completely pumping you up the first time you watch it. And if you can literally not think about it, this movie is an adrenaline rush. Um, it's so incredibly simple, right? I mean, there's literally, like, once you get down to it, there's the one, there's the one set with them fighting the Persians and just killing them mm -hmm. mercilessly, and that's it. And so it's incredibly simple. It's literally a bottom, like, episode, literally a bottleneck, everything to it. And so as a piece of popcorn, it's enjoyable. The problem with this movie is once you start thinking about it, um, I would actually argue there are movies who've done this style better. A year before, you get um, Robert Rodriguez's Sin City. Yeah. Right? Which I have watched again and has held up and has the same level of sort of graphic nature to it, which does do slow motion, which does the black and white. white. It puts the comic book like actually on the screen. I think it does that very, very well. I um, mean, that's Frank Miller again. And this this probably wouldn't have gotten made without that um, being a success. That is a, that is a, it's still a very different aesthetic though. Yeah, it's a very different aesthetic. And I think 300 then became the aesthetic that people started to copy, right. which is unfortunate because it wasn't as... It was more successful. Yeah, it was more successful. I think the only one that tried to copy Sin City was... Uh... The spirit, the one probably. that Frank Miller did himself later, and we, yeah, we just didn't six, happen. Yeah, um, the other thing, and then once you start thinking about, it, you guys have pointed out, you know, there's if you if you if you start arguing things like philosophy and stuff like this, it just becomes a big mad jumble because I don't think anyone really cares. 
like the people who, who are making it, not the people who are watching it. Yeah, I don't think, it. I, don't I think actually don't think that there was a lot going on uh, intellectually no, making this least. film. Just, yeah. Right. And, th- and that starts to become a problem because then you have things like the um, a lot of the sex scenes at the beginning and a lot of the, the nudity. And we talk about the slow motion and his intent to like show that whole sex scene in slow motion. There's like a nipple ripple. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just saying, yeah, it's I mean, like, it's a feature, yeah. not a bug. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely gratuitous, and that actually doesn't bother me as much in the sex scene as it does in the scene with the teenage girl. Oh yeah, the te- it's it's all yeah. awful. Um, but it's it's sometimes it's sometimes it's just it's so he's the slow motion is so pervasive that it is literally in every scene and you're just really happy they don't have a scene where somebody like is urinating or anything like that <laughs> my gosh he would have a 3d slow like stream um and i i i don't know this movie every time i rewatch it and every time i'm forced to think about it it just it keeps going down and down further um, i'm almost i'm almost about to change my grade to a d almost just <laughs> talking about it again yeah and it i'm does not going to not right give now us all these there's a lot of people whose careers were made from this movie. Gerard Butler, you know, Michael Fassbender. This is one of his earliest roles. And he gets right? a lot of the best lines, too. Yeah. Lena Hetty. Um, there's, there's a lot of people. And as you start going down through a lot of these, you know, shirtless men then go on to be get TV roles and everything like this. It does give us Zack Snyder, um, like we said, for better or for worse. I don't know. And just, and just so our listeners aren't confused as I was, Gerard Butler and Gerard Depardieu are two different people. <laughs> you are the only human being in the world who would ever get them confused. If Gerard Depardieu had been in 300. That would be hilarious. Be a totally different movie. Yeah. <laughs> be a lot really more wine. Exactly. Yeah. More wine. Yes. I don't know. I've talked myself into a D. I'm going to give it a D. <laughs> You've talked yourself up to a D or down to a D? Down to down a D. Down to. Okay. The problem is I talked about it. The problem is you can't, you can't talk or think about this movie. Anytime you do, it gets right. worse. This is it not also, a movie to be thought about. I wouldn't say it gave us, but it also featured David Leach, who went on to direct John Wick and Deadpool 2. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was a stuntman, but he's more visible in this movie than he is in any other one that I've seen him do stunt work in. I think, since I haven't graded it yet, I also didn't rewatch it. I was kind of like letting it, it, it ride, you know, all my high feelings of it from when I watched it probably last in 2010. So I'm going to give it a B. Um, I can, I can turn my mind off well enough to watch a movie like this. Um, I mean, there's, there's things that, I feel like, you know, even though yes, we're we're saying that it became its own cliche. At the same time, I feel like it was still borrowing heavily from movies that came before it. Like we said, it, Sin City, um, but even the slow motion really became a cliche after the Matrix came out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'll give it a B. Um, so Nate, what does that give us for? Well, just so everybody knows that uh, my brother Dan, who didn't make it tonight, uh, gave it an F. Yeah. Whoa! Oh, the hell, Dan! Not, not a fan, huh? This is his first time watching it, right? 
This was his first time watching it. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So I could, I mean, if this, if you yeah, lived true. in this world now and saw it for the first time, I could see that. A solid F will have a significant impact. I'll move it down to a D. With one F, one D, three C's, and two B's, it receives a C minus, which is a Robin from Batman and Robin. Huh? So we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about three hundred Rise of an Empire. Well, what did we call it in the Rise of Rise the Lycans? Rise of the Lycans. <laughs> like, but it was more than that. Oh yeah, in, uh, in the three hundred part two, Rise of the Lycans. Special director's edition. So, is the director special or <laughs> he's? He's yes. a special director. <laughs> <laughs> and he really is, I think. Yeah. It was Director's Cut Special Edition. Okay. Spartan Boogaloo? <laughs> what a stupid movie. Let's get Breaking over. 2? Come on. Yeah, Breaking <laughs> 2 has a lot of, you know, I don't know, nice. <laughs> that's, that's a culture icon. Stupid just seems like a bit of a bully move. You're stupid too, then. <laughs> <laughs> so who's leading this one? Is it me again? <laughs> Sounds like it. Oh, I really don't want to talk it, about Brian. this. This movie. is the punishment you brought yeah. upon you. That's we fine. won't. We won't give you the grades, but we will force you to moderate. That's I okay. I suggested okay. alternatives, but everything no. I mean, Nim's Island. That's a fun movie. <laughs> it really isn't, though. <laughs> Okay, okay, so we're back, and we are now talking about 300, Rise of an Empire. Uh, see, it is directed by, I lost it, Noah Murrow. Uh, it is important. Uh, written by, the screenplay is written by Zack Snyder and Kurt Johnston again. Uh, it's starring Sullivan Stapleton, which sounds like the most made-up name I've ever heard. Uh Ava Green and Lena Hetty again. Let's move right to grading. This is a direct sequel to 300, by the way, like very next day. And before. It's prequel, too. And also before. Yeah, it kind of runs concurrently. <laughs> prequel, mid-quel. Yeah, it's a and mid-quel, which I didn't realize could be a term. Yeah. There's got to be there's got to be a better word for being a prequel, mid-quel, and sequel at the same time to something. Concurrent-quel? Concurrent-quel? Now it's just starting to sound. Now it's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nate, you start us off. Grade three hundred, Rise of an Empire. I think we lost Nate. Nate, did we? We're thinking about it <laughs> really can't be hard. It that long. <laughs> yeah, that's long even for Nate. Okay, that's long even for Tom. Well, come back Why, to Nate if you. he joins us again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Steven, grade 300 Rise uh, of an Empire. So, you don't want to. I don't want to. This movie is so you can't bad. Make me. Uh, so, I, we already talked about this movie in a bonus segment, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, a prequel. And, yeah, a prequel, prequel podcast. And uh, as we were talking about it, I realized, like, I, I knew I'd pulled a Kevin on this and fallen asleep a few times, but I didn't realize how many times because uh, Tom and uh, Dan were kept saying, oh, yeah, this scene, this scene. I'm like, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. And so I'm like, I guess I got to actually sit down and watch this again and not try not to fall asleep. 
so uh, so I sat down today actually and rewatched the entire thing. It still still oh made no God. goddamn fucking sense. I didn't know what what was going on at any given moment. Like you didn't have to do that, Steve. <laughs> I, no, I, he I did because I've done it. I can't tell you how many times. So he had to do it. I, I, if you're gonna if you're gonna impose my name as an adjective, you have to do it. I, I, I figured out about uh, two thirds to the movie yep. that they were Athenians, not Spartans, because they mm -hmm. kept talking about. So then I was like, oh, okay. So so why? And then, but Steve, they were wearing blue, not red. You oh, okay. Oh, okay. Clearly, <laughs> but they they spend all their time in Sparta, not in Athens. So I'm not sure. No, just he yeah. spent just some time. Is it just in him? Sparta. I thought the yeah. Okay. Uh, he, yeah. There's there are some scenes where he goes to Aren't Sparta. Camp to outside of Sparta, like no. that whole no. oceanside camp is the other front of Sparta, right? It's Greece. No. It's just the coastline of Greece. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, the the sets in this movie make the sets in Three Hundred look like masterpieces. They and are you sure they're Athenians because they seem really broken up when Athens is burned to the ground? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. Athens burns to the ground, and they're like, ah, well, I guess we're Spartans now. Not so, only is Athens being burned to the ground, but they're like raping and pillaging their way yeah, through it. Yeah, um, there's a lot of rape in this movie. All part of the plan. All part of the plan. Yeah. Uh, the the acting is appallingly bad. Even from Eva... Eva uh, Green. Yeah. yeah. She's a good actress. And she's yeah. horrible. You know, there were moments... I, there were moments where I could see Eva Green acting. Like you would expect from Eva Green. Yeah. But it was just moments. It was like... I was like, this is like... This is a good... This is a good actress who is in a really bad movie. And... Like she's a, she's occasionally rising above it, but not enough. It, like she yeah. can't phone it in. I mean, I oh, yeah. I think she's a good actress, but she's not a good enough actress to make a bad movie good. No, you know, right? So I, I this is an F. I hope Ooh. I never have to even think about this movie again. There's nothing enjoyable about it. Nothing. Okay, Tom. I what, what did get Dan grade this movie? <laughs> oh, F sub F. I'm I'm sure. Sub F. I saw an F minus on our website before. So that that must be an option. <laughs> I think that's um, straight enough. I went into this movie with as open a mind as possible. I mean, I I vaguely remembered it coming out and being completely disinterested, but thinking, you know, maybe it's just like, well, it didn't live up to the first one, so it got panned and it tanked, you know. So I went into this with, with an open mind, thinking, you know, maybe Maybe there's something good here. Um, and I was probably in D territory for a lot of it. And then I realized that it has no structure. There's like no forward momentum to it. It's just kind of like going from scene to scene of blood and more blood. And then I, I couldn't keep track of narrators. It's like the entire movie was being explained to me as I was watching it. Because it was. Yeah. So not only is it just a bad movie on its own terms, but it completely seems to completely misunderstand the first movie. Mm -hmm. It seems to completely misunderstand the Queen Lena Headey's characters, her, her character, because um, she's a totally different character in this movie. It has the worst sex scene ever in a movie. Everybody keeps taking their helmets off as soon as they walk into battle. Uh, How else would you know who's the actor? Exactly. Yeah. They don't have any armor on either, just like the other one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is an F. Kevin. D. 
<laughs> I, I, so defiantly. I can't say F. Um, I won't ever watch it again on purpose. Um, I have. I didn't realize it until I started watching again, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I saw this." It's it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely forgettable. And and given the the sex fight scene, you think I would have remembered it? Um, yeah, it's not a memorable sex fight. <laughs> well, that's the first time I've seen a sex fight. <laughs> It just, no, it it's was, not. No, Simon says. He Simon says. clothes off. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh and the stripper pole right. comes out and they sex fight. For- okay, then if we were if we were flick charting these two movies, I would choose uh, 300. Uh, you think that sex fight's better? Yeah, I do. Oh, I think like, Simon says sex fight way better. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's at least it's over the top and, you know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's it's stupid, oh, okay. but it's interesting uh, in, so, in a stupid way. Um, this is just like. I, we are we are mortal enemies, and uh, let's have sex. Yeah, and then uh, let's not have sex anymore. It, I mean, the guy was like, "I mean, I'm not going to join her team, but at least I can have <laughs> sex with her." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. sure he's not the first man, and he's definitely not the last to have ever done that. He is supposed to be the leader of Greece, and he is. It, it's like he was born without a brainstem. Wait, wait, wait. So you're shocked that a politician is doing something like this. He's not a politician. Yeah. He's leading the military. What? Oh. She's, she's going to so kill him as soon as his back too. is turned. He was both. So she's a praying mantis. I like it. It blends nature and politics. Yeah. Um, now, I, there, there's like glints of history in there that make me appreciate it. And, there, and there's little morsels of... Just really cool cinematography, but nothing nothing more than, I would say, combined five minutes worth of appreciable film in it. So that's kind of why I give it a D. It's enough to bring it up to a D. Yeah. Patrick. Yeah, I'm with Kevin on that one. It's, it's a D. It's, <clears throat> I kept actually, after watching it, while trying to figure out what was going on, I then started reading up on the, um, you know, the, per- the Greco-Persian Wars. So then, you know, I mean, the, from the standpoint of, you know, watching war movies, like I could appreciate the tactical, okay, we're going to circle the ships. and But then, I mean, it basically was just sort of, it was a fun thing to then start Wikipediaing. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, that's... So you so, learned yeah. something. I did. Yeah. I did. I learned that, you know, I learned some naval maneuvers, <laughs> which is valuable. Those could come in handy eventually. They could. Yeah. I, I'm not exactly certain when, but at some point. So yeah, I'm going for a D two. All right. Am I the only one that thought this movie was better than it was? I thought it was going to be. I don't know. Nate should be back on. Nate. Yes. The movie's a mess, and it just further convinces me that Eva Green is such a wasted acting talent. Yeah. Um, when you have to play second fiddle to a guy named Sullivan Stapleton. <laughs> Sully. But, and Sully Staples. Just, Sully Staples. Yes, this movie's a... I mean, they, they are trying so hard to just basically copy the original. Well, I mean, it's... But bro- with boats. And, and much, it's, yeah, it's boats. It's much broader in scope, but it's also... I mean, it's a lot less focused. Well, yeah. I mean, it's... It's what... It, 10, 15 minutes shorter than the first one. Mm-hmm. Is uh, it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It feels so much longer. 
Yeah, this is when clocks in at an hour 42, and 300 is an hour 57. I will say, I forgot. I really like the way the blood would splash on the camera. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. This, one, this one's a lot more violent somehow. They, all, oh, all yeah. they cared about was the is a lot more cartoony yeah. in this one. Yeah. yeah. Somehow it seems cheaper. It seems it somehow. It yeah. yeah. The, the, so the blood cheaper. in this one is definitely cheaper looking than it was in the original. Yeah, it feels like they just didn't have... Like, the effects movie. were not as good in this movie as they were in the, sec- in the in the original. Can I also say that the whole Xerxes origin story is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just comes out of the water looking like that. It was magic water. Not only did he come out of the water looking like that, he came out of the water in an entirely separate place that he (laughs) was not initially. Yeah, Yeah, he was in a weird cave, and then suddenly he's in like a (laughs) ceremony. Yeah, exactly. You get the sense when you're watching this that they were like, gosh, we kind of offered them a sequel 10 years ago, so might as well give it to them. For almost double the budget. Yeah, but it's, it's... just no one seems to really care. They're just copying the slow motion, the style, the, the blood, and they're doing the sequel problems of just add more. But not caring at all about the story or anything. They've thrown all the weird stuff with Xerxes to simulate story because origin stories are also cool, but... which is a, It's a pity because Rodrigo Santoro is also a decent actor. He is a decent actor. He's great. Yeah. I'm giving, I'm giving this movie an F. I don't... I didn't want to watch this movie. There's nothing redeemable about it. It's a bad version of 300. I don't like 300. So. Yeah, I actually thought this movie was better than it was going to be. That doesn't mean you're giving it a good grade. It does not. You are correct. <laughs> but I am not giving it an F. I had a lot of problems with, you know, the effects were definitely worse in this movie. The they just played up on the gore, way too much narration. Yeah. How many times did they need to tell us what the oracle said before we remembered it? I think I counted five. I think I was five. It's like the movie expects you to get up and get a beer four times. (laughs) They they know their movie's boring and no one's going to watch it all the way through. And so they're like, just testing you. (laughs) If that's the case, it's genius. And they're really making another sequel to this? Yeah. Really? No. Still yeah. posted on Facebook. What? Yeah. The re- the re- the regurgence. Yep. I'm gonna go on record and gonna I'm gonna make an open wager that the third one will be better than the second one. I'm gonna make an open wager that the third one probably doesn't even come out. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't mean I lose my bet. <laughs> <laughs> So that would can... be an improvement over the second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going to give this a D. If I for don't sure. have to watch it, it's an improvement. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can't, with a budget of $110 million estimated. And it's Seriously? Only a, yeah. Wow. And I, don't even know, I don't even know what that means anymore. What do they the, spend that on? You know, that, these they budgets see. just seem like arbitrary numbers to me at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a gross in the United States. Of a hundred and six and a half million dollars, and it looks like it didn't make much outside of the states. I can't see yep. it making. Oh wait, no, yeah, three thirty-seven overall. 
But I mean, oh, it yeah. made it made in the U.S. half the amount of money that the first one did, and it cost twice as much. Yeah. So yep. that's that's like the definition of a bloated sequel. So I can't like even though they announced a third one, I don't see it coming out. It's gonna yeah. be like uh, it's gonna be like the fourth um, Divergent movie that never actually came out. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> so I read that uh, they decided not to cast a known actor. Yeah. It's because. Instead of being a star vehicle, they wanted it to be a star-making vehicle like the first one was for Gerard Butler. Gosh, that didn't work out. That's so weird. Poor yeah. Sully. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's on a successful TV show. Is he? What, is he? what does he do now? He's on Blind Spot. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he's not very good in it. <laughs> Fortunate for you, buddy. He's good at having whiskers and looking intensely at things. That's <laughs> what he's good at doing. This is so popular. Hey, that's your career. With three F's and three D's, 300 Rise of an Empire gets an F, or a Jumping the Shark. <laughs> Alrighty, we're going to add 300 Rise of an Empire to our flick chart. First movie up is Three Kings. Three Kings. Three Kings. Three Kings. Three Kings. Three Kings. How low can you go? Let's find out. 300 Rise <laughs> of an Empire, or Bottle Rocket. Battle Rocket. Battle Rocket. I'd watch that again. 300. Battle Rocket wins. 300 Rise of an Empire or This Means War. Ha! (laughs) (laughs) Come on, let me hear it. This means war. One, two, three, four. (laughs) Yes! I want that sound bite. This means war. (laughs) Unanimously voted for This Means War. (laughs) Yeah, there's a couple good scenes. That's that's why it wins. It has a couple of good scenes. Well, I'm okay as with that. The point is, is, and you done. said it, it won. <laughs> 302 Electric Boogaloo or The Wizard? The Wizard. 300. The Wizard. Oh my gosh. 300. The Wizard. Is that Tyus? No, I didn't, I didn't say anything. Oh. The Wizard would tie it? Who else said The Wizard? Nate? Nate, I Steve, and Tom. Too. Oh, yeah. They, no, I said I, 300. Oh, okay. So three of us said... Wizard. Yeah, it's three to two right now, the wizard. Is it really? <laughs> yes. Yep. Then yes, 300 <laughs> Rise of an Empire ties it. That's my vote. Because I am not going to watch a movie that is set partially in California. <laughs> <laughs> I won't budge on this one. There are some good parts to the wizard. They play Mario for points. I know, it's cool. Nobody does that. Uh, it's not cool. <laughs> it's so bad. That was such a failed marketing campaign. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. It's just a marketing campaign. I see no reason to keep this conversation going. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's budging. Alrighty, if nobody's budging, we're stuck. Yep. And 300 Rise of an Empire is currently sitting at number 516 on our flick chart. It is above Amor. It is also wow. above really? California. <laughs> uh, it is below Firestarter. And it is also below uh, the Big Red One. It's above Run, Little Run. What? Really? That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's <laughs> weird. Run, Little Run doing so well. There's my qualm. My qualm. <laughs> 
that that movie has a plot that you can follow and is interesting. And then you can follow it again and again. Let's move on and review ourselves. All righty. All right, so we're going to come back into a podcast in review. Yeah, Yeah. sounds good. Podcast in reverse. Welcome back. Now that we're done talking about 300, uh, we're going to look back over our past 300 episodes, well, 299, I guess. We're going to talk about our favorite films and our the worst films we've ever done. And we're going to ask each other some questions. <laughs> and it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had a lot of caffeine and whiskey and I'm on a beer now. So let's do this. Let's start with a question. Nate. Yeah. Ask us a question. Okay, guys. Um, we're all human here on this podcast, right? Yes, yes, and we are. Definitely. To air, <laughs> to air is human. So my question to you guys is, take it back. What movie do you wish you could take back? What movie do you wish you had not chosen for the podcast? Under the Rainbow. And not because you guys think I'm a racist, <laughs> but, <laughs> but because I had such fond memories of that movie until I put it on this podcast. Does this mean we get I'd to say... take back the fact the movie was ever made? No, no, you have to take back uh, the fact that you chose the movie and we watched it. I'm going to say Songs from the Second Floor. That one was a, uh, <laughs> that, that should not have ever been. Why do you want to take that back? I don't understand. Gus, Steven. Yeah. But then what mantra would I be living my life by? But <laughs> blessed are they who sit on the edges of beds. It really, it works. And how would I ever know that quote that I ran into in Peru in the public park. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, yeah. He educated Nate. I know, Patrick. Yeah. You bring yeah, knowledge that's... to people that didn't know they had knowledge that's or that's... needed. Didn't know they needed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't generally ever regret putting a film on the podcast and then it ended up being terrible. So I'm not, I don't regret like Freeway or something like that. <laughs> um I regret things like Another Earth and The Great Dictator. No, no. I'd rather hurt than be hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can I put another one up? I know I already answered one. Yeah, Um, no, go for it. uh, Is it Under the Skin? Um, Or uh, uh, Skin I Live In? No, no. Mysterious Skin. Was it Mysterious Skin? It's Under Uh, the Mysterious Skin I Live In. (laughs) With JDL? Any movie with with Skin? skin Yeah, Mysterious Skin. We just need to stay away from it. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I do not regret putting uh, Skin I Live In on the podcast, by the way. No, no. I feel like I'm going for the obvious one, but I'm trying to find something else. Go for the obvious one. Well, it's the, the forever eternal bottom of our list. Bubble with the shotgun. Bubble with the shotgun. Oh, yeah. that wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's, that's bad. Um, that that's one of the few movies. Even though we have watched movies like Mysterious Skin and Naked Lunch and yeah. you know Videodrome and all these weird sort of disgusting things, um, that's one that I I had heard good things about and I was going into it like thinking, oh, it's gonna be fun, pulpy, and then they barbecue a busload of kids. Like, yeah. you know, I was like, oh. And then I turn it off and I yeah. never watched any more of it. Yeah, it just, like, that's one that I, I wish 
I just hadn't seen. Yeah, Kevin had a good time, apparently. <laughs> well, I didn't watch it. Kevin hates children. I, so. I do. I didn't watch it for the podcast, so I had been kind of building this up from listening to you guys. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, Brian, did you have answer? Victor Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You can't have a musical and do the exact same musical routine 15 minutes apart from each other. Sure you can. They made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, theaters. they did. <laughs> Star Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews made it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Do you have a question for the group, Brian? I do not because that was vague and I wasn't sure what I was going to p- ask people. So ask a big uh, question. you want to ask me personally. <laughs> What's your favorite color, Tom? Not presently. Come back to me. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, let's go to... All right. Kevin, uh, do you have a question for the group? I do. Uh, <laughs> so, what was your favorite podcast that actually had nothing to do with the movie we were... Movie or movies we were reviewing? Halloween <laughs> podcast. How we all wore the bandanas. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, so we all dressed up as Tom. So we all dressed up as Tom and wore bandanas. That was a good one. So your favorite podcast was one where you dressed up as me, but I wasn't there. Yes. <laughs> no, mine was the Rum Diary one where we just kept like piling more and more bottles of liquor on oh. them. And we actually were getting more and more drunk as we went along. Wasn't that the same? Wasn't that the I'm same pretty sure that was the same <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Okay, I don't it was a good remember. Podcast. It was a really fun podcast. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else want to tell me that their favorite podcast was one without me actually there? That time when we brought Derek on just to make a joke? Yeah. <laughs> Our idiot brother. Our idiot brother. <laughs> he was on. He just sat there for four hours in the barn. We didn't let him talk. <laughs> we just made he was playing with that damn baby baby dog yeah, that I, I eventually had to take away from him. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this, there's this ridiculous scene where he's... He's like reaching for it slowly. Nobody's talking. You see Brian just reach down, just snatch it away from him, and it just looks like he wants to cry. Um, as an editor, my favorite—no, po- seriously, my favorite podcasts. Uh, probably the first Junk January with my brother. Uh, Is it Escape um, from Tomorrow? No, that, that wasn't was a Junk January. No, that was a joke. He didn't come yeah. on for that one. I think, Sorry, I, think I missed the first Junk January. But that was a lot of fun to record, and it was a lot of fun to edit. And it's still a lot of fun to listen to. Yeah. Even though Nate wasn't on it. Sorry, Nate. That's all good. <laughs> I, I don't have... It's funny, I, I had the question. I couldn't think of one specific, but I, I did enjoy the video podcast more. Because, I don't know, it's just... it's You had everybody there, and it was easier to play off each other yeah. when you're having conversation that way. And you also yeah. had to and be a little bit more deliberate. And yeah, the props. The props were fun. Yeah. Yeah, I do miss the props. <laughs> the Avengers podcast when I came home from Colorado was, yeah. was a good one too. With Alvin? Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Because well, we all went and saw it together. And, Is that yeah. when we went to Denny's? Yeah. Yeah, we went oh, to Denny's. Yeah. I was thinking about that one earlier. I did enjoy that. Yeah. that. I think that's the only time we recorded a special thing like somewhere else yeah quote unquote on location yeah <laughs> At yes yep. Woo! we shelled out a lot yeah <laughs> patrick as the new guy even though you've been here for like three years now still the new guy yeah. um i don't know 
They all sort of blur together. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Junk January ones tend to be pretty good. I remember one where Bitch Surprise was. Yeah. I, I can't remember. That I, was I think that was an Oscar, Oscar podcast. One, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> bitch Surprise. We had that good as a running joke throughout it. I remember the first time Patrick picked the like uh, stinker. Oh, yeah, not on purpose. Straight, yeah, not on purpose. Straight to hell. Oh, straight to hell? Straight and came in just apologized, like, oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I, and we were like, yeah, it's normal. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I... You've met Nate, right? Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. yeah. We've seen way worse. Yeah, Nate always made me feel better. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Exactly. Patrick, do you have a question for the group? Oh, uh, so, do you think... Movies have gotten, I don't know, crappier over the years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <clears throat> okay. So, like in the forties, fifties, sixties, like it took a lot to. There weren't as many movies, so I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's a deluge of movies now. You know, yeah. it's, it's so easy. Everybody makes a movie. So, is it really that movies are? There's so much crap out. Is it really that, like, percentage-wise, though? It, do you guys think that there really is a ton more crap out proportionally, or is it just the fact that there is just so much stuff out that we're still seeing the same proportion of crap? It just seems like there's a ton more crap out now. Or is it just it like to me, I feel like almost the same with music. Like it was harder in the sixties and seventies to make an album, so not everybody could do it. So it kind of had not that you know, obviously there was still crap, yeah, but you know, there's yeah. an amount of it was harder to do. Therefore, like some people would have just been like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Like that. I don't have the money. I'm not going to do it. Whereas now it's more, Hey, anybody can make anything. And, and studios are more willing to, Oh, you know, that did well, mediocre. Let's, let's do five more sequels to it. Do you know, there's a, do, there's a market now for bad movies just yeah. for, for the mere fact of like the Walmart $5 bin. You yeah. know what I mean? Like <clears throat> people go, oh, let's buy a movie. And they go to Walmart and they go to the the $5 bin and they pick something out and it's probably garbage. Yeah. You know, and they got studios like Asylum and that's all they do is pump out garbage. Statistically, I, I think the percentage of crap hitting the market today is a lot higher than it was 30 or 40 years ago. Yeah. I mean, that's my guess too. Yeah. But yeah. Um, why don't we go to Steve? Do you have a question for the group? So my question is, we've only done the, we've done the fall twice. It's the only movie we've done twice. Which movie do you wish we would revisit on the podcast? So do another podcast on it. You feel like like things might change or you get a better uh, response or a different response or just you want to talk about again? One, I want to say another Earth just for vindication, <laughs> but I feel like that'd be disappointing again. You guys will be absolutely 100% shocked by my answer, but Harry Potter. Really? Have you seen it now? Yeah. 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 You can argue against it and, and have yeah. facts to base it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can understand that. I don't know if I have one necessarily. Play Story 3? Yeah, so I could knock it down a peg or three. <laughs> just you try. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say red state. I'm just gonna say red state because I I was all ready, I was all amped up that night. I was ready to come on there and tear that movie apart. And then my Wi-Fi wasn't working. Oh. And I had all this pent-up rage, and I had nothing to direct it at. <laughs> I'm just yeah. the kitten for no reason. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I would want to do rubber again. Oh yeah. Because I honestly think um, we we always make jokes about Robert the Tire, and I do think that that movie is one of the few experimental meta films I've ever seen that actually works. I think it would be interesting to talk about. And you know, I hear people talk about it like all the time. Actually, mm-hmm. I still I haven't into seen it. it. Yeah, I think that yeah, would be one I'd like to do. Either. And I wasn't there for that, and I don't love it. I do okay. have a question now. Kind of okay. It's kind of the reverse of uh, someone else's question. I believe it was Nate's. Um, what movie, not from your top five, are you most happy with getting on the podcast? Mm. Like that I put on the podcast? That you put yeah. on the podcast, yes. Ooh. Ah, I don't know. What movie that Tom put on the podcast? Uh, <laughs> 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 I don't know. I remember uh, when I put Hustle and Flow on the podcast, I did not think that was going to go that well. And that was like one of my few gold stars. So uh, I was pretty happy about that. Of course, that gold star could be ruined retroactively, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it or rated it yet. Hey, we can fix that. <laughs> we can fix that happy memory. <laughs> Mine is the longest title of any movie we've done on the podcast which is Precious, based on the novel pushed by Sapphire, as chosen by Brian to pair with Kevin Lee Daniels the butler. Yep. <laughs> I thought that movie was fantastic, and I, I, I had never seen it. You know, it, was, it was fantastic. Uh, mine is Il Postino, because I, I saw that in the theater when it came out in 94. Um, I loved it then, you know, I was what, 16, 17. I thought it was great, and I, I've loved that movie ever since, but I've never been real confident that it was like that it was a universally loved movie kind of thing. And so when I got on the podcast, it's just one of those movies that's close to my heart. When I got on the podcast and everybody liked it, I was like, kind of breathe a sigh of relief. Nate's trying to pick a Korean movie. He doesn't know which one. (laughs) I'm trying to go back and find out. I am, honestly. I'm trying to go back and find out what was the first Korean movie I got on the podcast. Man from Nowhere is the Uh, first one that we did on the podcast. Episode 66. We paired it with, remember Steve, Steve, we paired with The Merry Gentleman? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. You kept trying to assert it was a good movie. I still like that movie. I don't say it's a good movie. I like that movie. Hey, what happened to your face? (laughs) (laughs) She has a black eye. She's sitting, like, crying. What happened? What happened to your face? But then, um, I am proud about that, The Man from Nowhere. That actually makes sense. Um, Because that did, that is the first kind of Korean movie we talked about on the podcast. Um. I think that's an action movie that has a bit more heart. It's very smart. Um, and from there on out, I had at least one Korean movie a year. I can't think of a movie I'm like proud that I got on. <laughs> like most of them. Well, because usually I approach it figuring, you know, I haven't seen a lot of movies. So I try, I pick something that I haven't seen, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not something that I'm like, oh, I love this movie. I want to get it on. And it's a lot a of times minute. they've turned south You're... on me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you choose Old Yeller? No. Uh, uh, uh. No. Yeah. See, thank you for, tr- but no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I think most of the movies I liked were not mine. Yeah. You could pick a quiet place. Everybody kind of liked that one. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's actually oh, yeah. like in our You're top right. 20. Yeah. You're right. I did. There we are. That's, I forgot I picked that one. I'm proud of that. Damn yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Get one. That's it. That'll pretty much, most of them will be more like straight to hell. So Yeah. I did have a question, but I changed my question just like two minutes ago. So uh, my question is, what 
is the weirdest circumstance under which you've ever recorded a podcast or what is the weirdest thing you can remember happening during a podcast? I remember the first time Kevin recorded in the closet. (laughs) 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 And there were so many in the closet jokes. It was great. It's funny because that popped into my head. And then as you continued your question, Tom, it changed. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You were actually lying down in the closet, weren't you? Yes, I was. <laughs> there was a time we mentioned it earlier where Tom was peeing. Yeah. yeah. You got to turn your mic off when you went to the bathroom. Uh, I didn't forget. My, I had a mic that could not turn off. And I just didn't decide. I did decide to explore other options of muting. Even with B? I remember coming back. Uh, I was Skyping from the car. Oh, yeah. While you were driving. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Sarah was driving, and she was only hearing one side of the conversation. Normally, she's not in the room for it. And for some reason, like, octopus porn came up. I just turned to her and was like, just, I'll explain later. And the look she gave me was just, like, I was like, just, just like, I've never heard that term. I was just like, just, it's okay. Don't worry about it. She's like, it's not okay. I was trying to explain octopus. Right now, <laughs> just, yeah, just keep driving, honey. Just keep driving. Just keep. Driving. Yeah. Well, I think the reason I asked the question is, um, I, I was thinking about how uh, since I got my own Wi-Fi and haven't been relying on Wi-Fi from some other, you know, uh, sitting that, in the parking lot outside of a. Gym. And I was I was thinking about like all the places that I've recorded podcasts from, and I was like, I re- I recorded part of a podcast from a McDonald's parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> so we that could, so we could have free McDonald's Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that yeah. was when we recorded for them. And I was already in a really bad mood because my Wi-Fi hadn't been working, and I was in a McDonald's parking lot in my car, and you guys were trashing it, and I was really pissed off. I remember that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I actually recorded in my car several times, but like when you're in a McDonald's parking lot, that really that's rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think the worst oh, part no, is no, that no, you no, no. stay at the McDonald's parking lot. <laughs> no, there was the day I left work early to record the podcast. This is when I was in Death Valley. I left work early and I was in my car and my boss walked by. Oh. As I was talking to you guys, my boss walked by and looked at me and I just like waved. <laughs> yep. you, you left work, stayed in the parking lot, used work Wi-Fi. No, I was on the other. I was in a different part of the it was it was a ranch like. Okay. With, with like roads and stuff. And I was in a different part away from where I worked and I was in my car podcasting and my boss walked by. Yeah. I've podcasted from work. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember you doing that. Is that a junk January? I don't remember. We were also, I wish I could remember which podcast this was, but we were recording a podcast the night that Obama made the announcement that they had killed Osama bin Laden. And we stopped partway through recording. This is when we were in your dining room. Uh, stopped partway through recording to watch this announcement. We didn't know what it was. But I remember that being pretty exciting. Yeah. Okay, because I wasn't on that one. I was like, no. I don't remember being on that. That was uh, Albin and Steve, Nate, and me. Uh, Natasha, we were all standing in the living room yeah. watching this announcement. That is 300 episodes. And we don't, we don't do this the week way where it's like three seasons. We literally have been doing this since 2010. 10. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing this eight years. We 
We did it every week for six, like the first six yeah. years, right? Yeah. No. Almost almost. Yeah, almost six years. That's yeah. Right. Then we switched yeah. to uh-huh. a monthly format. Our yeah. first one was released on May twenty seventh, two thousand and ten. Our next one was released on August 9th, 2010. <laughs> <laughs> there are some lost episodes in there. And then yeah. it is. It's pretty steady. It's a week after that. And it's a week, a week, a week, a week. And it keeps going. Yeah. Until all the way through 2012, every week. Really? Yeah. 2013, oh. we're still doing it weekly. Didn't we miss a week at some point? There's a couple there's times. Missed, there's like... Yeah, there's a missed week here or there, but like I'm looking at August of 2013, we put out four um, podcasts with two movies each. Still at that well, time, well, there was a couple oh, times we doubled up so we could take a yeah. week off. Yeah, right, because we were yeah. insane. Well, we were still <laughs> releasing. Yeah, we were still releasing. Yeah, we're still releasing two everything. movies, two movies per podcast. Um, per I week. when we started doing that. <laughs> Even in 2014, we're still doing it. Yeah. Think about how much easier we have it now. It slows down in 2014. I will say that I am less diligent now at watching the movies than I was when it was two a week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always trying to cram 2015 is where it ends. February of 2015, we were spitting that one a week, and then we have one in March, one in May, one in April, and that's it. So we've been doing that. So we did one a week for gosh, four, four years. and a half years. Yeah. Yeah, four and a half years easy. Well, okay. been a fun three hundred episodes, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I never want to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're gonna come back and tell you what we're doing next time. Welcome back. For next podcast, uh, I got the pick, which it's been a while uh, since I've had the main pick, and Patrick's got the pairing. Um, I was going through uh, some titles, and I don't recall how I stumbled on this, um, but it's not often uh, that I see my name on things. So when I came across McCabe and Mrs. Miller, I said, I got to watch this. Now, Tom, you said you just recently watched this, which was kind of odd. Um, I, I haven't just recently watched this. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, highly, it's a highly regarded film. Okay. I swear I'm, I'm not trying to pull another, what was the other one I did this to? Annie Hall. I'm Annie not Hall. pulling an Annie Hall or Scott Staub. I have never seen this movie. Um, <laughs> but it's a Western, so Stephen might like it. It's got gambling and hookers, so I know I'll like it. Um, so, But anyway, um, so my theme is family movies, and I'm picking McCabe and Mrs. Miller. Uh, Patrick. So I really wanted to pick Colette. Um, it's a 2018. It only comes out in September, apparently. So I can't do that. So I'm going more of the traditional actual family movies pick. And I'm picking Paddington 2, 2017. I like the first one. Oh, okay. Does that mean I have to watch the first one? Or can I no, no. You know, I, I haven't seen the first one. No, I, I only saw the second one. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, so, so for some reason, just give a little... My son always says he hates movies, but he loves movies. But whenever you're like, hey, let's watch a movie, he's like, no, I don't want to watch a movie. So, like, we forced him to watch Paddington. We were like, you're, damn it, you're going to, we want to watch Paddington. Sit in his chair. Put this these things in your eyes. He's a dork. Yeah. You know, put you these know what drops I just watched recently was uh, Clockwork Orange. <laughs> that's what I was thinking <laughs> of. <laughs> so, that's basically what it is. We Clockwork Orange him to watch Paddington, too. So, so to me, this is a, this is a very personal and 
close close to my heart family movie. <laughs> <laughs> and now it makes him physically ill when he sees an anthropomorphic bear. Anytime yeah, he like, sees a bear. Anytime he sees a bear, he starts wheezing. <gasps> uh, he throws <laughs> up all over the floor. The teachers are like, what the hell? Yeah, it's great. He's going to be really disgusted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Collette, we have a problem with your son. <laughs> exactly. Every time the bear. Oh, yeah. crap. Uh, all right. My question for you is why are you letting bears in your classroom? Yeah. Yeah, really. Well, they're the Vestal Bears, so he's going to have a lot of issues. Oh. oh. oh okay. Wow. Uh, all right. Well, that'll be uh, an interesting wow. combination next time. Uh, and yeah, it will be. <laughs> to go with that, uh, Stephen, did you have. No, who had the second pick? Nate? I have the second pick. Nate had the second pick, and Brian gets the pairing. So for my second pick, I chose Tale of Tales. This is a uh, Italian film. Well, it's, it's made by an Italian director, but it's it's in English. Um, that I I saw this a few years ago. I think it's very interesting. These are they're three intertwined fairy tales, um, and they are. I don't know <laughs> if anybody. That kind of thing. I don't know if anybody knows anything about original fairy tales. So these are not the Disneyified fairy tales. These yeah. are the original. Um, they're, they're not by the Grimm's brothers. They're by an Italian writer named um, Giambattista Basil. Um, and so they are, they're, they're fascinating. They're still fairy tales, but they are very grisly. It stars like Selma Hayek, Vincent Casal, um, Toby Jones. Um, I'm interested to see what you guys think. Okay. And uh, Brian has the uh, pairing. True, geez. Um, Does Brian actually have something chosen yet? I... I do have something chosen, but I'm I'm trying to pick something else instead. <laughs> I was initial. Well, my first pick actually would have went with either of your movies. I was going to pick The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe because of James McAvoy, who actually starred in the first two seasons of the British version of Shameless before he moved into theaters. But I'm trying to pick something I'm so else. Lost. <laughs> yeah, how does that relate <laughs> to anybody's no... theme? Oh, 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 oh TV <laughs> tales. Oh, yeah, yeah, TV oh, tales. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fairy tales, but oh, it also oh, went oh, okay. to, to its first movie, so gotcha. it would have worked. Okay. Instead, I'm going to pick Ron Howard's Lord of the Rings movie, Willow. <laughs> <laughs> I Willow. just watched that like a week ago. Ah, oh, somebody finally went and did it. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. For like eight years, people have been saying, oh, "I thought of a pick of Willow." <laughs> He's gonna switch it now. Do you have Apex? Apex Return to Oz and just emboldens everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see what you did, Tom. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. What I did? Did oh, you yeah. pick Return to Oz? Oh no, that was Nate. Just right? yeah, I, picked I, I literally just said Nate picked Return to Oz. Oh. oh. And it emboldened everybody. Yeah, Willow's not a given, so that's it. All right, uh, that's all we got for episode 300. Right. Join us next time. And... Episode 
Anybody else have anything? I have a bottom five. Yeah, if you think of something, you can jump in later, but let's do bottom fives right. and uh, let Kevin go to sleep, I guess. I'm still here. Um, all right, what's your bottom five, Brian? Well, my number six is Alphaville. <laughs> <laughs> my number five is the 5,000 Fingers of Dr. T. I'm doing great so far. <laughs> my number four is Saving Christmas. Uh, my number three is Rare Exports. Really? Oh, and my number one is Hobo with a Shotgun. Yeah. You don't have a number two? There's nothing close. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so for my bottom five here, I chose to leave Hobo with a Shotgun off because we all know how abysmal it is. This and is so does Flickchart. Yeah, this is this is the hobo list list. Um, <laughs> the, ho- the hobo list list. Nate has yeah, solved the homeless list. problem. <laughs> <laughs> just make them disappear. Just say they don't exist. Denial, <laughs> denial, denial. <laughs> All right. So my bottom five. Number five is uh, one for the money. That's a horrible, awful movie, Tom. Yeah. There's not a single positive thing about that film. Number four is Escape from Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Don't need to see some middle-aged man hit on little French girls. Number three I is forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Number three is Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. This is the um, part of the podcast where we all remind each other of the things that we have suppressed from our memories. Yeah. This is where we go, look what you did. Look what you did. <laughs> Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny is basically a couple people just doing their home movies, and you know what? Your home movies suck, and I hate them. Number two is Ghosts Can't Do It. Yep. Um, that movie just oppressive. I don't know how to describe that film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Did you number... know that our president has a Razzie. <laughs> <laughs> it's from that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Ronald Reagan, the actor. <laughs> and uh, number one is uh, Freeway. Yeah, oh, you're welcome. That's yeah. a bad one. Freeway Freeway's wasn't a just... junk January, right? No, it, it was not. No, it, it predated Junk January, actually. Uh, it did. Yeah. Might be the reason for Junk January. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't. It may be. No Junk January movie has been able to go past it. That was so me legitimately thinking I'd picked a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody said Witherspoon. I mean, how yeah. could you go wrong? Yeah. I saw really part of this a long time ago on TV. It looked really cool. And it's awful. Yeah. It is awful. So I have a bottom five. Um, and I'd like to say, I don't believe any of my picks have come up yet in your two lists. So I'm going to give you all my movies. I picked every single one of these pieces of shit. <laughs> um, so we have now 589 movies on our flick chart. 589. So these are my bottom five. At number 555, The Possession. These are all films that you picked, right? These are all films that I picked. Um <laughs> Number 564, absolutely anything. And, yeah, according to Flickchart. Yeah. That is yeah, Simon Pegg. Yeah. Number seven on my list. Um, and I, only one of these was Junk January, uh, I think. <laughs> uh, at 566, <laughs> Sympathy for Delicious. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I actually like that. I had such high hopes for that movie. Um, number 575, Jesus, we've mentioned this already care. before, Under the Rainbow. Uh, yeah. And the worst one that I've picked so far, we've also mentioned this, uh, at 581 out of 589 is Checkmate. Check that me. was the only one that I picked for a junk January. Right. 
a lot of shit done. I, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, no. Uh, I've got I'm a decent amount. I, I had there. to go almost 40 movies away to get to a fifth piece of shit movie. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I was looking through, if I get past, just past my, I think in my top five. No, Kevin had picked uh, Persepolis. I was looking at all, like, all of my favorite movies that we picked, and and uh, a lot of them are Kevin's. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like Kill Your Darlings, yeah. uh, Bronx Tale. See, I'm, I'm like Babe Ruth. I either strike out or hit a home run. <laughs> I, don't, I don't middle. Well, I went for just not necessarily the absolute bottom, but just ones that I remember like, oh, I, I hated that movie for some reason or another. And again, they're not in any particular order. Um, Ghosts Can't Do It. That, yeah. It was pretty bad. Songs from the Second Floor. Proud to say that was one of mine. That mm-hmm. I just sat there hating it the whole time. Uh, let's see what else. Spider. I didn't. I know everybody else liked that one. I really did not like that movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. Stalker. That one killed me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, Runaway well. Train. Yeah. Thank you, Nate. Yeah. yeah no trouble. Anytime. Hey, I made it on somebody's <laughs> yep. list. Thank you. Runaway Train. Yeah. 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 So yeah, those were the five that like I just remember sticking out in my head as like, oh no. <laughs> Well, my list is again. I didn't go with bottom. I avoid, tried to avoid. I did avoid jump January movies, um, but I based it on movies that actually hoped were going to be good, and then kind of <laughs> were the worst piece of crap that I've ever seen. Um, and they, these are in order. And number five is American Sniper. I hate that movie with passion. Um, I think every copy of it everywhere should be burned. And it's uh, it, it's not. It's a bad movie. That's but bad for the environment. It's, but it's also dis- uh, I find it disgusting. Just disgusting. And that's your number five. That's my number five. Wow. Why uh, do you hate America, Steve? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I hate that movie. Um, <laughs> you want to know why he hates that movie? The Plastic Baby. Yes, right. that's why. Number four is The Last Airbender. The biggest disappointment, maybe in movie history for me. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, no, yeah. For no further movies me. after this, so it can't be for you. He said disappointment. He didn't say it was his least favorite movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was, I mean, it was just, I just, I, I had such high hopes for that movie and just being such a big uh, Avatar fan and uh, it being such a, something that, like, my whole family has, you know, sat through the entire series several times. Uh, you were so mad. So, oh, I was so pissed. Was like, and I, I yelled at that lady out. behind us. I, and I took it out on her a little bit because I was so angry. <laughs> you shut up. Uh, oh, I totally did. Um, yeah, I was just angry. So angry. How old was Bella when that movie came out? Well, 2010, so she was six. She was like crying. And um, what did she say after? Oh, I don't remember now. It was uh, she, say, she panned it. Yeah, she had something to like. That was not a good movie. But I don't remember exactly what she said now. But speaking of disappointments, uh, Bella? <laughs> no. <laughs> Number three. Oh, is... it sounded like that's where you were going. Aww. I'm just, uh, you know, saying what you were thinking. Number three on the list is Chappie. Again, a movie yeah. that I had high hopes for. I think it's actually a worse movie than Last Airbender. But, and then another one I had a lot of optimism for, but the disappointment and the fact that it's just a piece of trash go hand in hand. Skyline. Oh, that, yeah. that was. It looks the so trailer. cool. The trailers look so cool. Uh, and then, obviously, the last one, I'm, I have to take ownership of Bubble with Shocker. So I chose that movie, and 
I'll live with that shame for the rest of my life. Well, my number one is also one that I picked, but I'll get to that. Um, everybody else has done theirs, right? Yep. All right. Let me just run through this. I went. I just went right by my flick chart with this, um, and I actually noticed because I was looking at my top two fifty, and then it, on flick chart it you can click your worst, and then it'll show you your worst two fifty. Yeah. Um, I have a much higher percentage of movies introduced to me in my bottom two fifty than I do in my top two fifty. So number fifty two on my flick chart. So my fifty second from the bottom is Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Um, Bone guns. (laughs) I would not have gone to see that if you guys didn't decide to do it on the podcast. That year that I wasn't here and I was trying to stay involved. (laughs) I went and paid money and watched that movie. We got you. (laughs) (laughs) April Fool's. Number 51 from the bottom of my flick chart is Ghosts Can't Do It. Somehow that didn't make the bottom 50. Don't know how. Uh, number 29 from the bottom on my chart is Under the Rainbow. Yeah, I made another list. <laughs> I'm counting that as a win. <laughs> <laughs> number 21 from the bottom of my chart is Leonard Part 6. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, no and problem. my number one worst film on my flick chart is Saving Christmas. Oh, wow. That is, I re-ranked it today. I re-ranked it today. <laughs> and it kept like glitching out like do you really want to put this at the bottom of your list <laughs> it's like oh yeah oh yeah i do um yeah that's the worst piece of trash ever so i picked that over things that i think are misogynist like things that i find offensive <laughs> i think that movie offended me more than anything i've ever watched you know so, i bet if, if you wrote kirk cameron well not a, a letter send him an email describing that situation mm-hmm. i i think he would take the time to respond to you <laughs> i think he would too. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? It would be horrible. Oh, that'd be great. No, he totally He would take it so personal. He would. <laughs> I know. He'd probably yeah. like do a YouTube video explaining why nobody should watch our, or listen to our podcast. He <laughs> would. Yeah. Then definitely and do then it. People will start oh, to listen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, you give me ideas. 